to Malkia Talks, a Wheel of Time theory podcast. I am Rob, your host, and today I have a whole slew of wonderful guests, uh, two of which uh, you will know of but have not seen, well, I say seen, heard on the podcast before. So I would like to welcome Lesbian Nerdy, Beth, and Bodhi to Malkia Ooh. Talks podcast. How is everybody doing? Hello. All good. Yay. <laughs> I like that first response. Woohoo. That's a great first response. <laughs> Welcome everybody. It's it's nice to have you here. We've we've spent what like five weeks trying to organize this now. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. There's been scheduling conflicts and then I wasn't well and then work issues and then uh, I can't tell time and so we're late today so uh, if Bodie runs away it's because I've been an idiot and started late. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's everybody introduce yourselves uh, because if you don't know these three wonderful people you should. Uh, Lesbian Odie, would you like to take us first and tell us who you are, what you do and whatever else you feel like sharing? Sure. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. As Rob said, I'm Lesbian Nerdy. I have a YouTube channel uh, where I mostly talk about Wheel of Time, but also occasionally other stuff. Um, and that's, I don't know what else to say. Oh, my name is Jenny, but people will probably call me Jenny here because that's much easier to say in conversation. <laughs> and you're awesome is the other thing you forgot to say. Right. I forgot to mention that. You're right. Mm -hmm. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. Awesome person number two is Beth. Hi, Beth. Hi, I'm Beth. I am a Wheel of Time community newbie, relatively, so to speak, in the scheme of things, I guess. And um, I've thoroughly enjoyed getting to know people and um, just happy to be here. And I don't really know what else to say about myself. No. <laughs> That's okay. This is your first podcast appearance, is it? Yes, of any type, anywhere, mm -hmm. anytime ever. So, yes, yes thanks for having big, me. That's a big thing here at Malkia Talks. I love having you. Have you been on a It's one of my questions I ask people. Have you been on a podcast before? They're like, sometimes they say yes, but when they say no, I'm just like, yes, excellent. Yes, I love having yes, first timers. Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, Beth, you are, you are new to the community, but you arrived with a big splash or a big ta-da. Like, I am Beth, I am here. Like, yes. I feel like everyone knows you now, sort of thing. <laughs> Thank you. You pop up everywhere. You're so happy and cheerful. It's wonderful. So. And last but not least, uh, hopefully not <laughs> having him running away very, very quickly afterwards, but Bodhi, welcome to also your Yes, first I'm also a podcast virgin. <laughs> I was not, I was like biting my tongue to like not make that joke about Rob just really likes to flower in people. <laughs> Wait, come on. This is episode 67. Yes, episode 67. This is not episode 69 just yet. So, damn. I, am, I am playing damn. something fun for episode 69. So, so please be gentle, Rob. <laughs> Even if it's not a 69, I, I can settle with 67. <laughs> this is the warm-up show, folks. Right, right, right. Please just... Don't write as hard and fast, okay? Just, yeah. yeah, gentle, be gentle. <laughs> Gently is the only way to go. <laughs> I promise, I promise. So introducing myself. <laughs> so yeah, Bodhi, tell us about yourself. Besides yes. the dirty jokes. Um, hey, everyone. <laughs> My name is Bodhi, and I, I also have a YouTube channel called Just Some Bodhi's Opinion, because, you know, funs. Um, <laughs> I, I do mostly Wheel of Time and Trek stuff. Well, mostly Wheel of Time, but I'm... You know, I have some other nerdy stuff. 
not lesbian nerdy stuff, but you know. Nice. <laughs> because I'm not a lesbian. I mean, I've been on your channel, yeah, so you've had, had lesbians. You've had yeah. some lesbian nerdy stuff. <laughs> there we go. So <laughs> this is my panel for today, folks. This is going to be fun. What we are, are very serious. You're adults. So it's fine. I know, right? <laughs> I suppose I should tell people what we're talking about today. Today, folks, we're talking about Spider-Man. And uh, I know you think I'm joking, but I'm actually not, which yeah. is great. There's so, lots of stuff you can do with webbing. Yeah. And it disappears all by itself after, That's what, like three true. hours or something? Was it six hours? Does it? Yeah. I thought it just gets saying. into your hair or stuff, no? Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow we can this, this is making progress quickly making progress. somewhere are you sure melindra's not supposed to be on this show <laughs> well, she's coming on episode 69 oh, with no. Farmer podcast. I, I had to say it like that um <laughs> so, yeah now i'm now what earth am i gonna plan for episode 68 between this and you know <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> this is how episode 67 are going. This is hilarious. But yes, uh, folks, we are talking about Spider-Man today. Uh, I went to see the, the new Spider-Man movie, which if you've not seen, by the way, we're probably going to talk a fair, not a fair bit about, but a bit it. about, and uh, other Spider-Men and, and some, uh, then we might even get into some Star Trek stuff as well. Uh, depends how the conversation goes. But um, yeah, we're going to explore that. So if you haven't seen it, firstly, oh, you're missing out. Yeah. seriously like epic movie epic movie even if it's not your favorite movie ever or you're not a massive spider-man fan i think everyone can enjoy it um but uh, yeah we we're gonna dive into that and uh just we're gonna spoil it so if you haven't seen it you know you, you don't want spoilers <laughs> like stop listening go watch the movie and then most importantly come back and listen um but uh yeah we I asked folks around, I was like, anybody watch Spider-Man? Anyone seen the multiverse thing? Like, you know, I'm just thinking Mirror Worlds and, you know, all that sort of stuff with Wheel of Time. And uh, these three lovely nerdy people all agreed to hop in and uh, <laughs> I thought talk about Spider-Man, but apparently we started off with webbing, so, uh, you know. <laughs> you started it, Rob. That's all I'm going to say. Actually, yeah. Bodhi started it, I think. Yeah, with his... started it, yeah. What? Okay. Bodhi started the dirty jokes? I am shocked and amazed. <laughs> I'm just thinking back now to uh, was it, Bodhi, you it's were. The meme was, it, was it your segment on What a Holiday? Um, yes, I exposed, it was, I exposed I, them I to yeah, Tarvalon and, and all those things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like oh god what are we doing it was great though it was great uh, but yeah so the, the multiverse thing i just i mean i love the movie but that really when i was watching that and i was like you've got the three spider guys there um aside from the, the meme in real life which was great fun um it just got me thinking about mirror worlds um and i never thought i would sit here and talk about marvel and wheel of time in the same sentence but it it kind of it, it really got me thinking um i assume everyone kind of had the same thoughts huh. Ish. maybe not at the moment but when i proposed it shall we say. Yeah. I was gonna say, in the movie yeah. theater i wasn't thinking yeah. about time. <laughs> how dare Correct. you Jen? you were yeah, not right about you, you're one of the there's your credibility just gone yeah, right. yeah so. <laughs> Sometimes I have non-wheel of time yes. thoughts. How dare you? 
No. <laughs> Collective <laughs> gasps of horror. <gasps> yes. I mean, there were there are some people who are upset about that. I've gotten some comments because I've made videos about non wheel of time, and they were just like, "What are you? No, unsubscribe!" Yeah, oh my God, <laughs> people are weird. Just yeah. don't watch that video, folks. If you don't like Spider Man, <sighs> listen to this episode of the podcast. If you don't like Vox Machina or you haven't seen it, you don't care. Oh, don't watch that so episode. good! So I good! Have, I haven't seen it yet. Um, it's so good, I, uh, Rob. Though. No, I'm, I'm planning on uh, breaking my uh, TV review cherry by doing The Expanse since I've uh, was far too late to party for the entire time. Oh, that's another good one. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, so, so the theme uh, is the version I have for doing that. Yes, yes. cherry <laughs> popping galore. Here we go. <laughs> of multiple different genres. Yes. Multiple different <laughs> genres, yes. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe I should reschedule this for episode 69 after all. <laughs> what are we no, should talk about Spider-Man? Right, okay. Yeah, talk about Spider-Man and then it just became this. This is great. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the Mirrorverse figure Spider-Man, like when I was watching it, not specifically at that moment, but later on when I was thinking Reflecting. about the movie mm -hmm. and you had all the different baddies appearing and people appearing, mm -hmm. the new, you know, Peter Parker and such. Um, I was just thinking of Flicker. That was my major yeah. moment. Mm -hmm. there. Um, and I was like, how do you do Flicker and Mirror Worlds and such? Because I don't think they're going to leave it out of the show. I think it needs to be a thing. You have the dream world and such. Uh, well, does anyone think differently? Do they think they're, they're, they're dropping stuff like that from the show? Maybe I, I don't, I, how do I say it? I don't, I wouldn't want them to. I'm a little like there's a lot of things that I really, really want to see. I just can't for the life of me conceive how they'll do it. Like flicker flicker, I can sort of conceive how they'll do it, but it's it that it kind of has to would have to be an entire episode if they do it for as long as it takes in the books. Like mm -hmm. that's true. I don't know. Well, I don't know, maybe not. But it's it's just such a good it's a good passage. Like it's it's I one of those it's one of those passages that I would like people, you know. I, if I had to pull a passage from the books to show somebody and be like, this is why I love it, that would be a passage that I would pull. Be like, mm -hmm. this is mm -hmm. this is it. I think the other thing that we'll have to take into consideration is hopefully they won't drop it from the show, but Flicker, Flicker, Flicker took place over four months yeah. <laughs> in the books. Yeah. So if they pan it down, right, and they make it so it didn't take up quite as much time it might be something that they could comprehensively do um if they do it though i would really like to see them focus on a couple of divisions from the other people's points mm, of view yeah. because you know you yeah, only yeah, see it from rand's cool. point of view in the yeah, books yeah. right and he lives all these different lives with all of this different stuff that happens it would be but everybody you could tell was so yeah troubled by what happened like matt i'll never betray you rand you know i'll never betray you and yeah. then um and then when ingtar was like i never got the horn i never yeah. got it you know like if he lived all those different iterations of his life and so i would really like to see multiple impacts of that from Gosh, besides just from rand's point of view yeah what happened to masima like is that just <laughs> messed was him up seriously mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and yeah. Perrin Perrin yeah. was all if I remember oh, correctly was like, he was haunted wasn't he yeah, wasn't he yeah. haunted like yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah 
like yeah, holy is... crap yeah i would love to see all of that <laughs> yeah so i think we're in agreement we need to keep the scene yeah um yeah <laughs> And I would, I, I kind of would want it to be that four months. Cause, I don't know. I've gotten into debates with people who will say things like uh, Rand's time in the box versus Egwene's time as a as a Damani, or I th Egwene's time as Damani. I think is canonically at most of that flicker flicker time. I think it's two months because yeah, like, he goes into because if you remember she talks about not dreaming her yes, plan that's like true, her dreams yeah, have yeah. stopped and she's still in tarvalon when that happens yeah, that's true it's, that's true so i think it's about two i don't know the exact but i'm pretty sure it's about two months that she's a prisoner yeah. um but think of how she's a prisoner exactly two months is long enough oh my no, god like i've had people <laughs> say things like no she like rand was in the box for seven days and Egwene was like a slave for like a week I, I, which is the same amount of time but no i'm pretty sure she was a slave for like two months or at three least months. like yeah. she was a slave for a significant amount of that flicker flicker time so i would mm -hmm. want it to take if they i don't know how long they're going to do it though like how long they're going to have her like, i don't know i'm dreading it i want to see it I, but i'm dreading seeing her as a damani because yeah like she has a face now yeah there's a reference sorry yeah i suppose it's where you ha leave all the other characters that aren't involved in the the flicker scene um if they're in a place mm -hmm. where do you know what we could come back in two months and they'll be in the same place not necessarily doing exactly the same thing but you know there's no reason for them to have moved in those two months um then you could you know have Egwene be captured and then rand off you know with whoever you know, doing the flicker scene yeah. and they'd be like oh it's been two months by our calculations and then you turn up in farming and you still see her as a demani and you're just like yeah. wait a minute they did this wait mm. and, and you get that kind of you know the, the viewer realizes oh shit she's been a prisoner for a couple of months now that's you know it's not just been the next day yeah um, God, I'm, mm -hmm. but I'm i hope so they glad show go sorry go ahead <laughs> go ahead oh, oh, i was just gonna say i'm i'm so glad i'm not on because i'm trying to figure out how you would show like I, I would want to show the passage of time chronologically, but how do you do that if one one per, like one group of people's passage of time is just standing around a portal stone having flicker flicker, and mm. the other people are actually mm. doing stuff? But there's got to be a better way to do that, and I'm glad I'm not having to make those decisions. So, this is true. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Ben. Yeah. Sorry, Lo, do you even? Oh, I quiet? was I was just saying. Uh, no, I was just thinking. Right. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking of all the the. Like what Jenny was saying, all the ways that uh, they have to put things together. Because I, I still can't um, picture how to start season two because of like how it diverged from the, the previous books. So I'm like, mm. okay, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm glad I'm not the one thinking about it. I can just think of the dirty memes afterwards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> folks if you did not uh, join us at water holiday you have missed out it's an annual charity event that i do on my youtube channel and um it's it's getting bigger and better every year it's hilarious but yeah this year Bodhi decided to do <laughs> naughty memes and uh it was it was so entertaining it was brilliant um it's one of the ones i had to go back and watch because i could stay up 24 hours i did sleep at some points and uh, i was like i didn't get to watch that one live and i went back and i was like oh i'm so sorry i missed this live because this is brilliant so um yeah <laughs> And if you want to see more, but, I, I have so another of... meme review with Jenny for more dirty. Mm. <laughs> oh, yes. Anyway. 
Go ahead. This is yeah. good. Back to Spider-Man. <laughs> I, you see, when when Jenny and I did a meme thing for the previous, mm. uh, was it what a holiday? It was, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was a very funny. You know, we had tech issues, but it was a funny meme thing, and it was. You know, it was cool. But uh, apparently, I've I've missed out on unlocking the truth of doing a meme <laughs> review with Lesbian Nerdy, and that is getting it to naughty memes. Um, yeah, <laughs> the Spider Man stuff. Um, obviously, Wheel of Time doesn't have quite the same budget as a massive Marvel production. Um, some of them get bigger budgets than others, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know how, visually how was I mean the the multiverse moment in the in the movie was very much you know they're at the top of the Statue of Liberty there's these big rolling clouds and stuff but mm-hmm. you know people are visualizing a multi people have known about the multiverse for years but they're visualizing it now on TV and movies like how close or how similar do we want it not want it to be I'm going to come to you first Bodie um in, you know sort of with what we've seen so far do you do you think what they did in Spider-Man would be a good way to do Flickr or some kind of dream world knowledge or even going to tell Ron Rion? Yeah. Um, I don't know. You Nerdy, know, thinking about think? it, right, like as a visual medium, um, and because in, in Spider-Man, you have them meeting each, each other, right? And I guess it mm-hmm. might be a good visual medium for, for different Flickrs to meet each other. No, uh, I guess I, I was just trying to like visualize how it happens, right? And I, I was thinking, like, what if there was a Flickr universe where where uh, Egwene's the Dragon Reborn, or like you know, like different Dragon Reborns meeting each other, or you know, Farmer Rand meeting um, Dragon Reborn Rand, or Crazy Farmer Rand meeting Dragon Reborn Rand. You know what? I'm I, I was just thinking about how <laughs> tragic some of the some of the flickers were. Right? It's like. Um, I, I I keep remembering mm. the scene where um, Egwene I think is trying to uh, trying to like like the 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 passage was yeah he's been having some dark mood swings and then Egwene's been trying to calm him down mm. and then it sometimes strange things happen I, I, I feel chills listening to that yeah but like if if those visual mediums meet each other that would be so creepy and cool. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that would be. I like the idea of potentially like, you know, Ran meeting an alternative version of Gwen or alternative version of Matt or um, you know, or Moraine or anybody. I like that. That could be an interesting dynamic. So having the, you know, whichever protagonist we've got in the Flickr world going through that experience, but rather than just, you know, having a storytelling version of it like we get in the books, they're there as uh, of you know within the world but they're not changed but the world is changed around them that's a yeah. fun idea mm. so just thinking about like the alternative version of moraine and i suddenly remembered like moraine has had her own version of flicker right so we've got like moraine in shadow rising when she goes through the the aiel thing mm-hmm. right? oh, yeah. so she had her own version of flicker where she saw her future mm, yeah, yeah. play out a bajillion ways and i would like wonder if any of that overlapped right like oh, did yeah. Rand see the the first one i thought of of course like moraine remembers that at one point she tried to initiate a romantic relationship with Rand, and it went terribly <laughs> i so, did wonder if we were getting mm, into the adult yeah. dream there yeah. right? i was like come like, on keep true to the podcast right now <laughs> yeah but like does in Rand's flicker was that one of his flickers of just 
falling in love with Moraine and then having it end horribly. Like, wow. I have never thought of that. That's an idea. (laughs) Yeah. I never thought of it until just now. Like, that's a memory Moraine has. Is that a memory that Rand has? Yeah, and in, and his in his in in his one, did he come on to Moraine, or was Moraine still coming on to him? Yeah. Now we're getting really weird and wacky on it. Um. Yeah. Uh, what I think would be really interesting is with some of the liberties that they can take because they're diverging quite a bit from the books with Moraine. Though I would hate them to do this if it was Moraine who tracked them down instead of Varen. Yeah. It would be how interesting would it be for have Maureen be there for the flickers and see her as the queen of mm, Kyrian. Yes. Or some mm. other vast diverging life that she might have had in another something. Yeah. I mean, I could kind of see them taking that liberty. Maybe again, we don't know how significant Baron is going to be if she's even in season two. I hope she is. She's kind of my favorite. Um Baron. So she needs to be there, but if they have, if they are taking some liberties with Maureen in her actions in season two, because of what happens in the diverging from the book Maureen, cause she's absent, right. For most of yep. book two, they, yep. we know she's not going to be absent in season two and she can't channel. So at this point, so what if she's instead of Varen telling Rand how to use the books, or how to use the portal stones. She's it's Moraine telling Rand and she's like, I can't do it right now because I can't channel. So I'm cut off from the source. So you have to do it. Yeah. You could that would be pretty interesting. And if we had a flicker of Moraine in some kind of vastly different, you know, yeah. they did, they did say, we, um, I think Rafe said something that he was they were exploring like her you know, exploring a life with mm-hmm. no power, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In terms of the power, I mean, obviously not being powerless. Um, Imagine her marrying Lan. He's the oh lost God. prince of Malkier, <laughs> and oh. she's the queen of Kyrian. And it totally is such it. a divert. I do too, but could you imagine if they did it to throw you for a loop to hate, you know? It like, would be a good oh. flicker. It would be such a good oh flicker, God, but yes. I hate it so much. <laughs> like, like, here we go. Here we go. Start the scene. Like, okay, you've got to do this. And then, like, it just, like... They act like, okay, here, we made it. Sweet, we'll go. And like, act like we're not getting a flicker. And then like, we carry on for a couple of minutes. And then we and find then all of a sudden out. they're like loving each other and yes. married. And he's and yeah. the king consort of Kyrian or something. I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. And then exactly, suddenly right? flicker. You know? exactly. well, that would be a good <laughs> I mean, just. <laughs> wouldn't it oh my gosh yes sorry just had to throw that out there i mean like no, in the I, realm of impossibility how yeah. badly awesome would that be <laughs> i felt that with the last twilight movie uh because yeah. i'd read the books and i, I watched the movies and i was watching the big fights here in the oh, end man. and i was just like wait the book doesn't end like this what are you doing and it obviously went on for a fair period of time and then you find out spoilers for twilight now folks if you really care um <laughs> you know that it's all just um uh not rose um alice oh god what's the anyway it was all alice thank you yes it was all alice's visions um i was like not rose rose is the wrong sister (laughs) it's a it's a guilty pleasure for me watching the pilot movies i'm like they're so bad it's just entertaining to watch all cringe movie stuff um so 
<laughs> yeah, I felt Never. the same way watching. I was just like, you've really just gone on a complete sidewalk. With, like, you've done a 180 <laughs> at the end of this movie. What have you done? Like, that's not at all how the book ends. I'm very confused right now. And then we got to the end. I'm like, oh, way to put in a fight scene where there's no fight scene. Nice, clever. Um, so, yeah, that could be a... a, a I don't even want like book heterosexual or like by <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever Robert Jordan was saying that Moraine was. Sorry. Have you right. guys read The Companion? Have you guys? I like, don't want to talk. At- I did. I have it. I own it now. I've yeah, got it recently. And reading how very specifically it goes into explaining how Moraine and Swan are not lesbians. They were just. Yeah. In oh, a relationship, really not lesbians. It's but... offensive. It's like actually, you read it like nobody thought that you moron. Like such a moron. But anyway, yeah, I yeah. don't even want book version Moraine to kiss Land. Like I just like I, my brain is just like stop it. No, no kissing. You guys are fans. It'll be like that car wreck you can't turn away from. Yeah, that's like exactly just, what it would be. You'd be like, I didn't sign up. If I wanted incest, I'd go watch Game of Thrones. Exactly. Nor- normally yeah. when I watch TV, I'm yelling, kiss, kiss. This so I'd be like, don't kiss, don't kiss. Don't. My eyes, my eyes. Stop it, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Odie, I feel you were going to say something and then we got talking about kissing, sorry. No, I was just going to say, because this goes back to my thought of or, or my my confusion of uh, how season two will start because Rand is off on his own, right? And then there's another party. Like I don't, I don't know why there will be a portal stone um, scene. Like, like what is the and and would he have people mm-hmm. around him? Now I'm thinking of, like how does that all get together? But yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Well, I mean, maybe like, other people go through some kind of need for a portal stone situation, but then who's channeling? So that doesn't work either, Rob. The the great hunt does begin with Rand wanting to run off on his own. Now he fails, but he like mm-hmm. he spends like several. I know this because one of my friends has started reading it again, and she hates the fact that he keeps trying to go off on his own. So she stopped because she thinks that he's going to be up by himself. And she wants them together. Oh, and, and then like, maybe oh, the tavern thing just will keep start. Reading. And, you know, um, some somehow <laughs> yeah. he ends up with yeah. with a lot of soldiers. <laughs> yeah, just randomly. I mean, that's what happens to Rand anyway. So. Yeah, this is true. So. <laughs> <laughs> just a, but okay, uh, so, when you were talking about the other stuff that we could see in Flickr, and you mentioned the thought that I had is, oh my god. I would pay so much money to see Varen's flickers. I would so want to see. <gasps> yeah. Like, uh, as a black Aja member, oh that would be. God. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, wait, sorry, Beth, are you saying you're black Aja <laughs> or Varen? Varen. <laughs> okay, right. Because you're like, I'm not as giving a black away. Aja member, that would be very interesting. As a black Aja member, that would as be very, very okay. interesting. I, I thought I'd found like a, you know, I'm I'm black Aja as well, so I I'm, thought I'd found a compatriot. Sorry. You know, we're we can't divulge our secrets. Hmm. Oh, I'm very open about it. <laughs> That's going to get you killed. Yeah, well, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm ballsy like that, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Varen's flicker would be quite a thing. I honestly, I'm still playing off. I mean, I was totally wrong. We've we've got Elias now. I thought they were going to cut Elias. Mm. Um, Same, but uh, 
I I still am on the train of I don't want Varen cuts, but I want and this sounds bad, folks. So let me explain it first. But I don't want Varen's name. So I want Varen's storyline in the show. I want someone else to portray her storyline. Not a. I don't want you to give it. I mean, initially I said Lana because I was like, there's easy ways to merge that together. But you could give it to anybody. You don't necessarily have to give it to a another major or a named character type thing. But I want her storyline in there, and I want us as viewers who have read the books guessing who the fuck is Varen? Where's Varen? What's going on? Mm. Is that person Varen? Is and then at the end of it. You know, we still get the we get the entire mystery. Is she good? Is she bad? Is it very? Is it not very? What's going on? The TV, the people watching who have never read the books go like, "Oh my god, this is an amazing reveal at the end." Then they go and read the story, mm. and they're like, "Well, where's this character? What? What?" And then they have the mystery all mm. over again, and the reveal all over again with Verin. And they have the same excitement about Verin that we have, but we also get new excitement for the TV show that we can share with them. Um, so I want Verin, but I don't want Verin. I do understand sense. that because there is that Google yeah, problem, right? Yeah, like yeah. There, that's just a, such a huge problem with mm-hmm. anything where you look. Yeah, at Yeah, the moment up. they search Varen, it goes. Yeah. I mean, just up. yeah, yeah. Just put yeah. just put an S in front of it, and you're sorted. That's what RJ did. You know, did it? It's just just make an S name. There we go, sorted. <laughs> <laughs> Serene, yes. All right. Serene, yes. So yes, if if Saren shows up in the oh show, Saren, yeah. right. I think there must yeah. be right. Varys actually, but you know, Saren. Varys. <laughs> Rob, so I, I, I might have to uh, disappear. Um, but before before I go, no uh, just a quick question. Did you watch Discovery Season 3? No. Yes, everyone's yes. watched Season 3. I can't get Discovery Season 4, but everyone's I have watched, watched Season, season three. 3. So, yes. so I guess my, my last piece before I disappear. Um, you know how in Discovery Season 3, they have a segue into the Mirror Universe? Um, and then... And then mm-hmm. suddenly there's a whole episode of Mirror Universe only. Like I, I didn't expect there to be a a completely different full-on episode for it. And I I I am hoping maybe that in the show, like there's a whole episode where it's all just flicker and it's all just like what the fuck's happening? Where where are we and why is this here? <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that would be amazing. See, I, I didn't think that. about it that way. Yeah. That would be fabulous, actually. Like, but do you think it would be one like... flick, like one no, flicker, no. or would it be like dozens of flickers? Yeah. Mm. See, that's how I can conceive of them doing it: just dozens of flickers in yeah. one episode. Yeah, but don't explain. The <laughs> it just happens, just, and then they're like, "What happened?" happened? <laughs> And people are, yeah. yeah. I can imagine my like my boss who doesn't hasn't read the books being like, "I got lost. What the fuck happened there, Rob? Explain it to me." Like the amount of people who'd be like, "That's a shit episode. What the fuck happened?" Like read the books, and then you will appreciate that episode as the greatest. Raffo. I mean, yes. hey, I love that. I love that. That's what you want. That's not what you want from a television yeah. show. No, you it's don't not. Want what, no, it's that not. That was a shit episode. <laughs> As, as a fan of the books, I want that because we'll love it, and then we, and then we can all be like, "Go and read the books," you know. <laughs> yeah, be like, Excuse me. Well, in the books, actually, yeah. <laughs> last time I checked on my forty ninth reread. Yeah. Wait. Oh, sorry. One. One last thing. Which is actually pretty accurate, probably. <laughs> one last thing. You know how um, in most TV series there is an episode of singing. What if one of the flicker universes they just say? Oh. 
Well, they're a an musical. A musical, a musical universe. Wheel of Time, the musical. <laughs> I want to live in that universe. That would be so fantastic. I've just got visions of like, I saw a, a, a funny clip the other day of the guy who his entire job in the band was to just clash the big, you know, uh, symbols together. I don't know what they're actually called. Um, but to, to make it symbols, yeah. And he didn't have much of that in the particular song they were performing. He got it like, you know, we'll play 30, 40 seconds of music and then you get a one and that's it. So he would run back and forth uh, behind the orchestra. And then when his moment came up, he was sort of like, just jump and clash the cymbals. <laughs> it was so funny because the timing was perfect. I was like, that is a job for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, Matt would just sort of like, he wouldn't even be there. He would just run on and go, smash, and disappear again. <laughs> He'd be like, who was that dude? <laughs> anyway, so there, I think I'm going to go now. Much okay. I appreciate that. That was wonderful. Thanks, Bodhi. Nice, 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 nice meeting you. Nice seeing you, Jenny. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, yes, folks. If yes. you, uh, yeah, you, you get the secret behind the, the curtain. <laughs> She's view not here. an AI. Ooh, if you're on this the podcast. Is... <laughs> no, I don't have, like, you can't even see my body. I could still be a floating head. This is true. But we do she see technically could see a, flo a floating head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we do technically see a floating head. With disembodied hands. Yes, yes. exactly. They're just <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the uh the fifty thousand subscriber level folks that's what we get is the real oh. hands. there we go because you know you're gonna get there like super soon obviously i mean uh, i have i have priced it it's expensive it's really is it? expensive yes. oh wow okay yeah. so maybe may, folks go go and subscribe to jenny's channel subscribe to bodhi's channel bodhi thank you for joining us. um it's it's been fun <laughs> I, love, I love these ideas bye Bye, buddy. Um, but yeah, God, that that would be crazy. Um, all right, so we've got a musical flicker verse. Uh, we've got Varen's <laughs> flickers. We've got uh, Landon's Moraine. Just you know, smooching it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Want. I'm so want. sorry, Jenny, for putting that idea out there. It's oh like it's, it would be a really good flicker. Like it's it's like uh, you know that scrubbing scene in episode five that you hate, but it's really really well done. Like where they're scrubbing Egwene's body. Yeah. Oh yes. Like you hate so to uncomfortable. See it, but yeah, they mm -hmm. did a good, like that's what that feels like to me, but mm -hmm. on a different, obviously a different scale of. It's like your sister kissing your brother. It's yeah, like just like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So, um, in terms of visualization, like we brought up um, the Miles Moranis uh, movie as well. Mm -hmm. um, folks, if you haven't seen that, that's uh, probably that's the easiest so way good. to point yeah. that out is the animated Spider Man movie, which is freaking awesome. Um, I hope they do more of those. I think there's, there's a second one in the works. But um, they have like a different multiverse take on it where there's like little. I don't know, wormholes between everything? Um, Jen, you've seen this one? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Um, like, going through, we're talking mirror worlds now, I said, but like going through, not necessarily like, you know, stuck in a flicker, but if you went from this world to a mirror world or anything like that, like, how do you want that to be? You know, the multiverse is done with like, you know, giant clouds in the sky, yeah. wormholes and stuff. How would we go from this world to a mirror world? Like, how would you like that visualized on TV? 
I've literally never about thought that. about this. I literally was just thinking flash cuts between different scenes. Okay. So that's that's how I was imagining it. But to show that they have gone to a different universe. I mean, with Egwene's dreaming, there's definitely um, sort of an essence of traveling, especially when she's doing like the little pinpricks of, you know, lights that represent people dreaming throughout the world. And she's yeah, definitely, yeah. A, there's a, she's not moving, but the world moves or she transitions yeah. from that to a full Teleromriod visit, things like that. Like, you can do snap cuts with it, but I feel like you'd need something there to demonstrate some form of travel or transition yeah. uh, for those who don't read the story. I, like, I'm assuming for Teleron Riyadh, there'll be some sort of visual cue, like maybe a difference in color or a difference in, like, I don't know, too much lens flare. Although that's mm-hmm. just TV these days. I, I, but, you know, I, I that's just... <laughs> yeah, but I, that's, like, it's just it, on it's every It's okay show. on the remake of the Star, Wars, uh, Star Trek movies, but otherwise I'm just like, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, it's just every show these days. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm assuming there'll be some sort of visual cue like that for Teleron Riyadh. But for Flicker Flicker... I honestly had not even thought of it. I just thought, I, I, granted, I'm not a very visual person. So my thought was like, touch the portal stone and then like zoom in on Rand's head and boom, we're in his brain and seeing different stories. Okay. I mean, that's very cool. That that works. It's not particularly cool, actually. It, it doesn't. It doesn't have. By the way, like I'm, I'm asking these questions just because I want the thoughts. I'm not like give me a Spider-Man style answer. So you know, <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man yeah. inspired this conversation about multiverse mm. and how it could be in the show um, yeah. more than like let's make it like Spider-Man because I don't need Rand Althor in a, a red and blue onesie. Um, <laughs> I mean, some people I know would love to would see that. Love to see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> back to how we started this podcast episode again <laughs> i would i hate to say it but i would take tom hardy and venom over yasha stradinsky as spider-man i'm sorry <laughs> give uh, tom hardy please just send him my way thank I, you you know sure that's just saying let, let, let's do a side tangent if tom hardy were in will of time who would he play beth Oh God! Why would you ask me that question? Oh, uh, Tom if up. Tom Hardy was in Wheel of Time, what character would he play? Okay, um, like, like his Venom persona, I immediately went Massima because just the crazy eyes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could probably picture him. I could honestly picture him playing. Um, what's the name of the? Shanchan general who is it the high blood who's on constantly going against Siroth. Um oh. she's the oh. one who uh, he's you know, he's high blood. Tuan knows that he's gonna send people to assassinate her because it's just yeah. the way the Shanchan do things. I forget his name. I forget yeah. his name too. Yeah. That's and and somebody like that, kind of like crazy because crazy's normal. Because that's how I picture Tom Hardy. Every character he plays is kind of kind of crazy, not yeah. normal, but he normalizes the crazy of it. If that yeah. makes sense, and that's what I think the epitome of the Shanchan are. They're just so strange, and mm-hmm. their customs and what's what's okay for them culturally is so off center from what we are. He would do a great job of normalizing crazy. So I, somebody I, in a Shanshan capacity, maybe, or, or Bill Doman, maybe. 
Because he's a little crazy too. Yeah. Oh wow! Can you see? I can see him pulling that off. Actually, I was going to go with one of the Forsaken um, because I just think him as a Forsaken would be just uh, Mm. amazing. I reckon he could really pull off like that dark persona. Just imagining Um, him as Demon Dread at the last battle, like yes, Lucerin, come out, (laughs) yelling like he did as Bane in in Batman. Yeah, I can I can picture that too. Yeah, Yeah. Lucerin. I can picture that. God, what a prolific actor! He's been in so many things. I, I, I'm really? just trying to do his his Bane line now, but Wheel of Time scene, like you know, you embrace you embrace the taint, but I was born in it. Or something like that, you know? <laughs> tangents uh that was a fun one <laughs> oh sorry no oh, lord <laughs> okay <laughs> that's got me i'm tickled um <laughs> all right uh another thing that happened in the spider-man movie is we were getting villains and characters appear from other universes mm-hmm. um is that something we could have added into wheel of time potentially i mean uh, bodhi also threw in a bit where they, there is like a, a star trek character that comes from one universe to replace his equal mm-hmm. character and the other one that dies mm-hmm. um in a like a like a two universe split scene where they you know connected type thing um is in voyager if you're interested you can mm-hmm. hit me up and I'll, I'll send you in the episode direction um so i mean there's lots of things that can play it doesn't happen in the books but obviously they're not writing they're not making the books in, in essence anymore they're making just the story they're making yeah. their own turning of it like is this something we could see added want added not want not like am i scaring anybody with the suggestion now <laughs> i'm just finding it difficult to imagine because like in the other in all of the flickers in the in the books it's like the world was exactly the same up until the point of touching the portal stone and then it flickers out from there Right. So. Right. Okay. So I don't know that there are the way it is in the books. Now, granted, as you're saying, it's a different turning. Right. So the way it is in the books, I don't know that there are other villains like there's just the same villains. That's a good point. Yeah. Am I right about that? I'm pretty sure that's, you are. That, yeah. 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 I'm now thinking about it in Spider-Man terms. Yes. There are villains in the other universes that don't appear in Tom Holland's universe. Yeah. You know? So we get like the, the lizard, the lizard and, yeah, Doc yeah. and he doesn't have mm-hmm. those. Uh, those are the other, yeah. So uh, Toby's and um, uh, Andrew's uh, enemies mm-hmm. appear instead. Yeah. So, um, oh, great. I'm actually at one for each of them too, if I even trying. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's, you wouldn't get other villains appear. Um, you could only get them sort of reappear, and that's not worth it because we have the whole, you know, the Dark One can bring them back to life type thing. Yeah. So we wouldn't need that. Could we have, like, someone on the side of good die and then be replaced from a mirror universe? Potentially. So, like, Moraine dropping through the doorway type thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that could work. I mean, it could work in the logistics on the um, logistics. You, yeah. Yeah. But would it work for the story? Would it work for the team? I don't think it would work for the story. The reason why it wouldn't work for the story is because it goes back to that whole fake death thing, faking yeah. out death. Like if, if they're going to kill off a good guy character, mm-hmm. it has to resonate. And if that person can come or their, their 
you know, mirror person can just replace them so easily, then I think that just kind of trivializes the original death. That would, that's the way I would take it as a viewer. Um, you know, I mean, really the best option that they had for something like that would be with what happened with Matt, right. With like replacing casting, that would have been a great opportunity to do oh, gosh, that. Yeah, that yeah. Would, oh, going um, from, from Bonnie to Donal. Wow. Yeah. Mm. But of course that they they can't, I mean, yeah, they maybe yeah. could with some back footage maybe, but that would be really difficult and I don't yeah. think it would be worth it. Um, so I just I would hate to see if they did that just because it would minimize because we love those those characters like the even the the even if you don't love Fael you still love Fael because she's mm-hmm. a good person mm-hmm. and she does carry a substantial amount of impact on the arc of one of the most beloved characters right mm-hmm. for the better maybe question mark um but <laughs> but I, I would if say you for the better mostly yeah yeah so if but if you but if you trivialize even a peripheral person's death it just takes away from their previous story arc because if they can just be replaced what's the purpose you yeah. know so i hope but, that they wouldn't do something like that yeah fake out deaths are not my i know like there's some i i've had discussions with other, other people about this i i don't I agree that what happened in episode eight were not all fake out deaths. However, that was one of my big problems of just watching it being like, I, yeah, that person's not dead. That person's not dead. That person's not dead. That person's not dead. But you've tried to make me think that they were dead mm-hmm. several times. And I don't believe any of it. And it just, it, it does make me feel like, eh, you're trying to make me feel sad about something that I don't need to feel sad. Like, it feels like emotional manipulation in a way that I don't want to be manipulated. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair point. Is that, that cliche as well that comes into play. Like if I don't see a dead body, they're not dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, um, I'm I'm not going to give spoilers for it, but um, you know, there was a scenario I watched in one of the Kingsman movies where I was just like, I don't think that guy's dead, you know, Um, because we didn't see a body. (laughs) I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Have you seen it? Oh yeah. Oh, I've seen two Kingsman. I don't, yeah, I haven't seen the first one. I mean, this one. Okay, yeah, so it's the, the newest, newest one. one. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's in the newest one. Um, yeah, the fake out death thing is is crap. Um, so okay, so we we don't like this idea. That's fine. I was. It could very logistically much on the fence work. It. Yeah, it could logistically yeah. work. I think with the way the magic system works, though. But yeah. I, I think it would be more interesting to use that as like a different way to bring back a villain than a good guy. Mm. Like you think I've you know just, you think um, you've done away with a villain, but nope. Yeah, that that's that's curious. I just had thoughts about Hinderstab. Mm. Now yeah. that could play in the like, worst it, Groundhog Day ever. Oh yeah. gosh, yes. <laughs> uh, especially how they play into the last battle. It's just like, hey, you defend this, you know, mm. this uh, this river that uh, the bad guys want to dam up, and uh, you know, you obviously die, and then they dam it up, and everything's great, and then the same people reappear. I've, I mean, on a on a side note, I've always had questions about how do you know it was exactly the same people that reappeared, like. You know, you're in a battle for the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Here. Like, how do you, unless they all turned up wearing the same, you know, like once it, you know, like Pickard say, like, my name's yeah. Beth, my name's Jen, my name's <laughs> Rob, you know, and they're like, I wore pink this morning when you killed me, you know? Um, yeah. 
these are dark friends and monsters. Like, are they really paying that much attention? But, you know, it works for the logistics of the story. And I mean, uh, it's a great the, piece. In the, sh- the, in the books, people are always remember. Even in the show, Valda sees uh, Perrin and Egwene at a distance. And remembers at, them. Like, and remembers them from like a month ago when he didn't mm-hmm. even talk to them a month ago. Like mm-hmm. he talked to mm-hmm. he talked to Moraine. So people That's are always remembering point. people in TV and movies that they shouldn't remember. Mm-hmm. Convenient. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a nice, it's a nice tidy bit of it's not plot armor, uh plot assistance, we'll call yeah. it. Um yeah. <laughs> so okay. I mean, but it could work fun for Hinderstat, like um Obviously, it doesn't get solved in the books. Uh, you hope that with the end of you know all of what's oh going god, on. Oh god! Imagine they, that kept that on going after the last battle. Oh, oh my god! So you, so you hope it's fixed, but you know yeah. there could be um, maybe some way that that could play in. That could be interesting um, mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. that's that, those people. Oof. I that's mean, awful. they make great use of it, but at the same time, it's horrific. Yeah. Know, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so we like the idea of the multiverse. Uh, we like the idea of different ways of demonstrating a travel. We don't want people coming back from the dead just using mirror people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, all, all main characters. Maybe a villain, but not main characters, or just I, characters in general. Yeah, don't yeah, trivialize the death. Exactly. I The reason right. I think it would work for a villain is just because of the... We are on the side of the main characters, so mm-hmm. if they think that they've done away with a villain and then the villain is ba- like, that's what happens in the books, right? They think they've done yep. away with these villains and then they show up again and it's like, she a- and Morgan. Yeah. yeah, it's a perfect place for it. Yeah. Cause it's exactly. the same person, but it's not the same person. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, that it's would be their different. answer to recasting yeah. the character. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, which leads to a whole other question of like, Rand becomes Morden at the end, right? He occupies yeah. Morden's body. I would hate yeah. the closing scene of the series to be somebody who's not Rand riding mm. off. And yeah, I mean, you, you see what I mean? Like <laughs> that always rubbed me wrong when I'm visualizing it in my head, right? Like Rand's not Rand right now. At least I missed in mind. <laughs> it's just See, a sleeve. Is, I know that's true. That's true. Good point. See, this this Good is where point. not being a visual person helps. Because when I read yes. the book, I just wasn't picturing just it. So pic- ran, yeah, Rand ran off because yeah. nobody in the books has a face. <laughs> like they all are. Faceless. But now they do. Now they do. <laughs> now right. they do. Right. I mean, now they you, do. you could always. Um, I don't know what movie I've seen it in, but I've seen it in a few movies here or there where people they look different um, mm-hmm. to the people around them. Yeah. But when they mm-hmm. look at themselves, either just you know looking at themselves genuinely yeah. or looking in a the mirror, they mm-hmm. see quote themselves. So you could finish off with mm-hmm. you know um, Moradin's body and stuff, and everyone being. Um, uh, sorry, Rand's body, everyone being around. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then, like, Rand gets up from somewhere else, you know, and you see mm-hmm. him doing some sort of clever sneak or movement that is very clearly him. But then, right. like, you get the, um, uh, oh, the Aes Sedai who ends up being Amalyn after everyone's died. Cat Swain. Cat Swain looking over and being like, ah, oh, that's actually Rand, I can tell. Mm-hmm. And when she's looking, it's the Morning guy. It's Morning character. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. So a yeah. small snippet of him in Moradin's body so you can tell what's happened, but the rest of it's totally right. Yosha playing it. That yeah, would yeah. work for me. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, you can get recasting and people playing the same sort of personas and stuff. It, it yeah, Alter Carbon yeah. literally was that because you know you, you True. change major characters and it was good. And, yes, yeah, really good. I wanted more. I wanted another season, um, but you know. Anyway, again, trivializing death at the end of that. Not to give spoilers. <laughs> but, True. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I think, yeah, the, the Mirror World thing could work well for uh, Ishii and Moradin, But otherwise, we're going with a no. So. Mm. Hmm. I like it. This has been fun. Yeah. So just talking Mirror Worlds and multi... I, I mean, I could have invited Matt Hatch on, but, uh, you know, it would have just been <laughs> bogged down in technicalities. And I'm like, dude, I like speculation. Come on. <laughs> I was on a podcast with him once and it was just like, give us, give us like your hot take on something. And I was just like, turning is not taken seriously. We need like someone, we need someone major to be turned. And so I was like naive. Hmm. And then I went this whole plot line replace. Yeah. Yeah. Replacing um, the whole uh -uh. uh, Fael being kidnapped and stuff. And then I was like, and then like, you know, um, who's the uh, Ashaman who's always good at healing? And um, Flynn, Dama Flynn, Flynn. Dama Flynn. Dama Flynn turns up and finds out how to heal, turning. And then Matt Hatch goes, and now you lost me. <laughs> he's like, if, 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 a, if a major character or a good person is going to die or turn or anything of that sort of nature, commit. Don't just be like, and here's yeah. your now jail three card. So um, yeah. yeah, I was like, thanks for the technicality. And he started going with technicalities and stuff. And I was like, cheers, Matt. I was having fun with that, you know, <laughs> in, in a good bantery way. I wasn't actually annoyed <laughs> him or anything, you know. Because yeah, if you turn Nynaeve, you have to heal her. But because Nynaeve is, okay, Nynaeve is your get out of jail free card when it comes <laughs> to like, she's the fix the impossible. So if you actually Absolutely. turn her. Yes. You turn her, you have no more get out of jail free cards. You well, need that's to what Dama Flynn is because he yeah. does the impossible, like, you know, healing Rand and, you know, know, the two wounds and stuff. So makes me um, mad that all of Nynaeve's accomplishments get sort of undermined by somebody else comes along and does it just as good or better. Like, it just happens do, everything. I mean, every single thing but Dama Flynn doesn't have Nynaeve's flair. I mean, no, it's true. The, it's true. And, and remember what Nynaeve did with healing. Narishma's madness. Yeah, that yeah. was so yeah. amazing to yeah. witness. And then when she tried to heal Rands, and you could you yeah. could picture yeah, that, that scene so narratively, yeah. like you know, I could picture a brain and all these black thorns in it, and then these yeah. points of light as well. You know, like mm -hmm. it was so visually impactful in the yeah. reading to me. Um, yeah, so Nynaeve has flair that Dahmer Flynn never will have. This so. is very yeah. true. This is it's very true. true. It's true. It's just like there's ever like, she's the strongest female channeler ever, except for this random strong Sean Chan lady. Chick, yeah. Oh, she's <laughs> the best healer ever, except for Dahmer Flynn. Like, it's just. <laughs> I don't think. No, I'm going to be honest. With you. I'm, I'm going to um, disagree with that. I don't think um, well, Samitsu, that was how it was played. No, but um, it happens. Yeah. It happens a lot where, like, yeah. she's the best, except for. She's the best, yeah. except for. Mm. It just happens a lot true. with Nynaeve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know I mean, what? At the end of the day, she is just capital T, capital oh. B, the best. I mean, that's yeah. all the down I, I to. I would totally, totally agree with that. The yeah. best. Yes. I, I'm going to say my, my roommate absolutely detests book Nynaeve, but she's really, really loving show Nynaeve. Mm -hmm. Not like, oh my God, she's my favorite person in the world ever type thing, but she's mm -hmm. like, I like show Nynaeve. Like the way she's being portrayed mm -hmm. uh, is just amazing. Like Zoe is just phenomenal on screen yeah what's wow. fascinating to me is the way zoe is playing her is the way she is in my head but people like i when i read mm -hmm. nynaeve in the books i read what zoe is putting into her like i read that insecurity and i read that 
passion, but a lot of people, they, they don't like, they just read her anger and her, uh, like bullying tactics sometimes. Yes. And they read her bullying tact, like her, uh, what do you call it? She is like aggressive and they Mm -hmm. just say, oh, she's just being aggressive. And whereas I'm like, oh, she's aggressive because she's insecure. She doesn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Like I'm reading, I'm filling in the behind the scenes or the behind her thoughts. And I think mm-hmm. I'm filling it in with canon. Like, I don't think I'm filling it in. I don't know. No, I agree. No, I think you're 100% right. Because that's yeah. how, that's why Nynaeve resonates with me. Because, yeah. you know, I have a pretty strong voice, like, to the world. I'm pretty mm-hmm. confident. But we all have our, you know, those little voices in the back of our heads that, you know, and so to try to drown that out, or to prove that it's not really a big deal, you make yourself bigger, and you make yeah. your persona. And Nynaeve, is a caretaker and if she has to if she has to to fall to her insecurity who's going to take care of anybody so she has to be that way to drown that insecurity out and so i think you're absolutely right jenny that zoe nails it like that moment in episode four when she's insecure and she's kind of at the beginning when they're burying everybody or is at the beginning of episode five five, when they're burying everybody and she's holding her braid Mm -hmm. and she doesn't if i'm talking to jenny i have to talk about a braid tug right she doesn't really tug her braid but she's like fingering it it's like a comfort to her <laughs> she's insecure she does <laughs> right fingers she, her braid. She, she doesn't she doesn't know yeah <laughs> what to do she's very but i can picture book 90 being that way yes, when yeah. no one else is watching her when she doesn't yeah. have to put that facade on like this is who like yeah so and i'm doing this like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we we can see each other as we're yeah. recording. It's yeah, <laughs> like, just literally right. there like she's got a giant it's brain. It's very <laughs> I mean, so, but I just, she resonates with me and she's just doing such a great job and as cast as her. She's like yeah. the personification of Nynaeve in my brain to me. 50 years from now, if I'm still alive and I'm still reading, I'll still picture Zoe Robbins as yeah. Nynaeve. It's literally Perfect. my head cannon on screen. Like it's mm-hmm. one of those, I was very nervous about Nynaeve, obviously, because I love her, right? Like mm-hmm. it's a well-known thing. I am a huge Nynaeve stan. So she was the character I was like, I hope they get her right. And mm-hmm. she's the character that I feel like they got. I don't I, I don't want to say right, because obviously I. this is my interpretation appears to be yours as well, Beth. But yes, it's like literally out of my head onto the TV. Like it's mm-hmm. that's exactly how I see her. So I understand like your roommate's perspective because a lot yep. of people hate Nynaeve for that reason. But I, I would want to say, but just, just keep reading. No, keep reading. It's the same person. It's the I same kept, person. You're just not seeing like, behind the reading. curtain. She changes. She gets you know better See, than I just. I wouldn't this, even say that this... she changes. It's just, well, not, it's the same. Not changes. Person. I mean, uh, you get a better understanding. She yeah. matures. And she's is what happens. She matures. She matures good, yeah. And her world becomes bigger than the. F- people she's trying to rescue from the two rivers and you know but but she's a born leader like she's meant to lead she doesn't know the scope of her ability or this the scope of her ability to lead i do have to say she doesn't always lead very effectively no but she grows into it though yeah she She was thrown into a position of leadership way before she was ready and nobody was ready to and so she she took her leadership as a I don't know how to do this. Stick. I'm going to just stay. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. 
right. I was I was thinking more of the black Aja hunting skills there. I was just like, I mean, not like she had much to like help her. Like Elaine's skills were very lacking at that moment too. Well, they, yeah, they were very much bumbling through situations, through scenarios. Yeah, like in the books that keeps happening. Like from the it beginning, does. she's in a position of leadership that she wasn't ready mm. for, and then it's like hunt the black Aja novice. Like, right. <laughs> who can't channel unless she's angry like right she's constantly being thrown uh, into situations she's not ready for yeah until Gwen steps on her and yeah. keeps her in her place and you, you've that friction between the two of them when that uh, was going on uh, is like she which she could what was the, the goat sheep the goat tongue. roots tongue, uh, goat yeah. tongue Flavor. tea or yeah. something that mm-hmm. she kept having in her mouth because elaine was in uh, on T-A-R. Yeah. I can never say tell Aaron Riyadh out loud. I can say it in my head, but I cannot say it out loud when I try to talk. <laughs> tell Aaron Riyadh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just she's she's awesome. I could just do a whole show talking about Nynaeve, though. Sorry. It's nothing <laughs> about mirror universes or anything. It's just That's a, a tangent. I, uh, you know, I'm, I might do sort of like uh, episodes comparing, you know, TV show to book characters mm. or something like I know which two perfect people to invite. <laughs> I might try and invite someone who's not so much of like, you know, naive is the only one I could ever like not do without type person just to bring <laughs> a bit of perspective and balance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Because um, like, I don't yeah. hate naive, but I don't love naive. Like that's where mm. I sit book wise, you know, I was like, I never hated yeah, yeah. her, but mm-hmm. I never like, oh my God, amazing Eva type thing. I was like, she's a great character. She's very well written um mm-hmm. doesn't speak to me on a personal level but i absolutely love her place and what she does in the story um mm-hmm. probably not someone i want to be friends with in real life um but you know that's just you know yeah. <laughs> she I'm would be somebody that i would be very intimidated by like, i yes. like people yeah. have always like people assume that oh you would want to be friends with that eve i'd be like I would want to be at the point where we were friends. I would not becoming friends with Nynaeve would be hell. Mm. <laughs> just hit the fast forward button until we're there, until yeah. the relationship is established, please. Yes. Can we flick through the, the Yes, the, let's the flicker pre, through. Yeah, the pre-friend scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, Could you right. imagine Nynaeve being your boss? Oh my god. <laughs> no. No. Like, I love Nynaeve. I fully acknowledge the woman has flaws. <laughs> like she has like, serious flaws. Yeah. I mean, does, doesn't that does that make her a good option for a boss then? Don't all bosses have flaws? Uh, I'm getting, I'm, getting <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of bosses out there that don't have well, they do have flaws, but they don't let them yeah. hamper their work. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Okay. So Rob, can I ask it. you a question? Back to okay. Spider-Man. Oh right, yeah, sure. What is your favorite scene in the new Spider-Man movie? Uh, oh, now that's tough. Um, so I never knew that I needed to see. I'm I'm so glad we saw the meme. Okay, mm. the classic meme from like the '60s where there's like the three of them pointing at each other. <laughs> that was cool in the lab. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the scene where Toby's just like, oh, I, I don't need to put on like you know. This, my, my web shooters like i just have web shooters like i am web um, you know like there were weird. lots of great moments uh and obviously where um andrew gets to save mj yes um when uh tom couldn't get there like i didn't see it on opening nights i saw it like a couple weeks later i think mm-hmm. i just couldn't get to it and even then people were just like no and then like when she gets saved they're like yes redemption redemption arcs of redemption arcs i Uh, literally in the movie theater this was what i did when that happened like andrew garfield like dives down he catches her i went like this oh my god (laughs) and and immediately started sobbing and Mm -hmm. i i think most of the because i'm in korea 
I don't know that other people in the theater had seen the Andrew Garfield because like a, um, a lot of people were just looking at me like, what the hell? She's <laughs> sobbing in a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> and, I, like, I, and it was not like a nice, like dignified, like, ha, ha. like it was <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, ugly crying because the look on Andrew Garfield's face at that moment of just like incredible relief, but also mm-hmm. sadness that he wasn't able to do this for Gwen mm-hmm. Stacy. Like, mm-hmm. I, oh, full yeah. on like sobbing so, in the theater. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I was tearing up at that moment too. Um, so there were a lot of great moments, but the one scene I was not prepared for that I didn't know I needed in my life was it was just after they've all like got back together and be like, which one? You're Spider-Man 2. Oh, I thought I was Spider-Man 3. Like, why are we not doing that? They were trying to figure out how to work together as a trio because it only work alone. And then they dash off and the three of them spin around the um the the uh statue of liberty mm-hmm, the three mm-hmm. of them just swinging around together and then doof, 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 the three of them landing on top and i was like i'm getting goosebumps just describing it to you right now <laughs> i never knew i needed that scene in my life until i watched it and i was just like oh my gosh that is there's something yeah. there there's a, there's a history of marvel there mm. you know that yes. there's so much comic book representation there but just like the 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 cinematic marvel Mm-hmm. you know just experience that's been going on since mm-hmm. what 2000 something um you know 1997 just, was it i think was when the first x-men movie yeah. came out oh i think but yeah yeah it's just insane and yeah that moment gives, gives me chills and i got chills talking about it right now so oh. um beth and jen i'm curious what your favorite scenes were um biggest tearjerker was of course when aunt may died because <gasps> marissa tomei mm. i have loved her I pretty that. much since i was 15 when my cousin Vinny came out mm. and uh she was also in a movie with um christian slater in the early 90s and he had he had a heart defect and they fell in love it was an indie movie wasn't very i cannot remember the name of it but it was a very sweet movie and he died in her arms in that movie and she died in tom holland's arms arms, in this movie and i was like it just being a lifelong fan of marissa tomei and just really liking her as an actress seeing that from a career standpoint for her and just the way she went out like you think she's okay she gets up like Mm -hmm. you know she's she's hurt and then she's walking and then she's dead and you're like Damn it! They killed Aunt May. That was <laughs> you a know? shock. Yeah. I mean, I I was afraid it was going to happen, but I was devastated to see it actually happen. Um, not, they didn't tease it either. Like, no, you know, they they teased the you know uh, MJ gets dropped off the building thing, and uh, you know all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. They did. Like, I didn't. Cause I didn't see any teasers for the show for the movie. Oh uh, yeah, you all, see so her falling that, yeah. down and like you know mm-hmm. um, Tom jumping or something like that. I think is. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't see that because that that was my like. I'm glad I didn't get any teasers yeah, but for it, that. Like there was nothing about Aunt May. Now I didn't think she was gonna like as soon as she got hit. I was like, oh, they killed mm-hmm. Aunt. Like I genuinely, I, I I think I swore in the cinema screen. I was like, fuck, you can't kill Aunt May. You know, I, was, mm-hmm. I just reached out, and then when she got up, I was just like is she alive i honestly thought she was dead after that like i just got visions of um uh oh what's the name green goblin getting stabbed by his own sled type thing i was just like yep um can't yep. think of his name now william defoe's character um he what a brilliant freaking actor him and oh, yeah. and um oscar molina and they they are the quintessential bad 
guys in Mm -hmm. Spider-Verse, in my opinion. Um, And the only thing that will make it better is if there is a Tom Holland movie because, you know, Matt Murdock had a cameo. I don't know if you guys Mm -hmm. watched the Netflix Daredevil. Yeah. And he had a cameo in the Spider-Man movie, right? Yeah. yeah. And the only – and did you – have either of you guys seen Hawkeye? Yes. Talking about multiverses. (laughs) Okay. Can I – I don't want to spoil it for Jenny. Okay. So – Vincent D'Onofrio, who plays Kingpin in Daredevil and the Netflix Marvel movies mm-hmm. or TV shows, mm-hmm. also plays Kingpin in Hawkeye. Okay. He's back as Fisk. Is that his name? William yes. Fisk? William Fisk, yeah. Um, and... He uh, so that to me was <laughs> seeing Matt Murdock in a Spider-Man movie gives me hope that they're going to bring um, Punisher and Daredevil and how I'll even take Jennifer Jones and Luke Cage. Um, <laughs> I mean, I love Luke Cage as a TV show. I really did. I just don't know how they're going to make yeah, it how'd you, work. How'd you fit it in? Yeah, right. Um, but I mean, like the fact that they're crossing over from. Yeah, other TVs, franchises yeah. that are not owned necessarily by Disney mm-hmm. back into the fold. It talk about multiverse. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's like freaking brilliant. So Indeed. agreed. Yeah. All right, Jen, to round us out uh, before I, I do my goodbyes and uh, my advert for uh, an event I have, what was your favorite scene from the movie? I mean, I talked about it. It was the uh, saving, saving, uh, saving MJ. Saving MJ. Yeah. Like I, I, the death of Aunt May was what got me, but I I think I was emotionally worn out because I had like cried for like five minutes because of mm-hmm. that moment, and it was, oh, I, Andrew Garfield like was so good, it, like the, mm-hmm. I saw everything on his face in that moment, like, oh, he's an incredible actor, Andrew. Garfield. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was beautiful. I, I went home and I told one of my friends here about it and made her watch. I made her watch the Amazing Spider Man. It's like, no, you can't watch. The new one until you've watched The Amazing Spider-Man because it won't make Absolutely. any sense. Absolutely. She told me afterwards she went home because she has Disney. So she put on The Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, wait, not Disney. No, that was Netflix. Uh, put on The Amazing Spider-Man. And she's like, Jenny told me to watch the wrong movie. This is the wrong actor. Then... <laughs> <laughs> but she watched oh. it. And then she watched it like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> I get it. So here's a fun thing. Uh, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield are mm-hmm. friends. Um, she was they used to be more him. than friends. I know yes. they used to be more than friends. Yeah. Um, but she was bugging him the entire time, like, "Are you in the movie? Are you in the movie? Are you in the movie?" <laughs> and so she found out by going to the cinema <laughs> to see it. And then she's like, "And you saved MJ, but you couldn't save me." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "You should tell her." But look at my face; I was really sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, it was, it's such a great movie uh i know it's not your number one spider-man movie beth but it's uh in your top three if i remember yeah um i would say that um spider-man 2 with doc ock the original mm-hmm. one is my favorite and then into the spider-verse with miles morales and then this one is third i'd say that's probably just because of the brilliance of oscar molina as dr octopus um yeah he it was in my opinion an oscar worthy performance he was so brilliant as that character and he was brilliant in this one as well i was really glad that they brought him back um but yeah those are my top three spider-man movies i think 
I, I have the same top three. Um, it, I would I would have done Spider Man two, and then um, the Mars Moranis um, animated one, and but now that I've seen this one, mm-hmm. um, No Way Home, I'm gonna put No Way Home as number one. Um, it just it was just something. There was like the redemption and the, the yeah. them together, and just all the villains as well. The way the villains interacted was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the story didn't feel lost anywhere, and I was like mm-hmm. stunned and surprised and cried and cheered and and everything all in one go. And yeah. so yeah, if, if you had to rank, Jen, what, what would you put as your favorites? I think I would go same as you. Uh, no way, no way home. Wait, was that what that yep. one was called? I don't know their names. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but, uh, no way home is number one. Uh, Into the Spider Verse, Miles Morales, number two, and then oh, after that, two. Yeah, I think we're all doing the same top three. Yeah, <laughs> Spider Man two. Little, there's a reason why, apparently. Yeah, because yeah. they're good. Yeah, they are good. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, this has been fun. I've, I've, I, I like that Spider-Man spurred a discussion about multiverses and Wheel of Time, with mm. multiverse adjacent things. Um, yeah. So, yeah, thank you, Jen and Beth and Bodhi for joining. Mm. Bodhi, you have to like tweet your favorite free Spider-Man now. Yeah, uh, yes. and your favorite scene from the new Spider-Man movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we'll have to tell him to do that, uh, folks. Before I let you go, this uh, episode is released on a very special day, and that day, folks, is registration day for Malkiri Khan, uh, which is a, a statement that I'm, I'm kind of thrilled that I just got to say. Yay! Um, so, uh, if, Congratulations. It's exciting. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, if, if you were a founder, you got access today on the day of recording. Well, it's yesterday day of recording for me, actually, but, you know, for... Oh, no, it's also yesterday for you, Jen, uh, but it's yeah. still today for Beth. Um, so, <laughs> yes, three and a half um, hours. <laughs> yes, by three and a half hours. Uh, but yes, folks, general registration for MacuryCon uh, here in Manchester, September 10th and 11th uh, of 2022. You can come and join us. Uh, all you need to do is go to malkiatalks.com slash registration and uh, follow the button there. You can grab yourself a ticket and um the other things are coming on like we're working on the schedule and, and uh, we're trying to get a room rate set up as well uh, the hotel's just being uh, not difficult but they just like you know sometimes it takes a while to get information mm. back and forth and stuff and initially they were like oh you'd like a room block for this many rooms okay that'll be twenty five thousand pounds and i was like no 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 i'm not paying for them so <laughs> they were confused they were very confused at first and i was like no i would like to offer a discounted rate to the people Here, coming to the convention let me pull that out of my pocket and give it to you Seriously, to have that right here I know, right? Wow, that's and then weird. when they realized what I wanted, they were like, oh, okay. And we, we moved dates around and stuff. So um, yeah. we, whilst, whilst we were confirming everything at the hotel, we didn't talk about the room. And I was like, oh, no, by the way, uh, we never confirmed this for the new dates. What would it be? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we're working on all that sort of stuff, folks. But you can go to malkitalks.com slash registration and you can come and join us. You can get yourself a regular ticket. Or if you want to have the option of the convention T-shirt being waiting for you upon arrival at check-in of registration, sorry, not check-in, at registration, you can add that on uh, as a ticket purchase as well um, there's an option for that so you don't have to worry about it being posted out to you because i will sort that and have it waiting for you at the convention um so yeah yeah you can check out all my stuff at malkiatalks.com actually so all my youtube stuff is there the podcast stuff is there um what a holiday like everything's there now um, when is merch coming time. when is merch coming merch is coming wait so let me uh, merch merch will be out 
basically at the same time, actually. Merch will be out. Uh, Threefold Talk merch will have been released yesterday nice. um, as, as of this release. Um, it, that comes out on Thursday, the third Threefold Talk episode. Uh, we're, we were announcing that. I gave uh, Jen and Beth a little preview of it at the beginning because yes. I've got some testers. Uh, really? And I'm hoping if I can get my ass into gear that I will have my own shop uh, for my own Okay Talks merch launched at the same time. But uh, and then I've got to add some convention bits and pieces. You can just get T-shirts at the moment, but I thought I'd add like you know stickers or um, you know uh, other bits and beanies and things like that sort of thing. Just the things people want at a convention, uh, not a whole range. But yes, my own merch will be there as well uh, soon. So it's not when it comes out on the you know when this comes out and you're listening, you're like oh, I'm going there. Rob, where's your shop? It's not there. It will be there within a week of this recording coming out at least. Um, but I'm just focusing on the convention and threefold talk first because the ladies were like Rob, they yeah we. <laughs> I'm going to stabby stab you if I don't have a stabby stab shirt. They're going to stabby stab me, exactly. So, uh, yeah. So, thank you so much again, joining me, uh, Jen and Beth and Mm -hmm. Bodhi, who uh, had to duck out because I started this an hour late and um, he has children to take care of, bless him. So, uh, thank you for the time you were able to give us, Bodhi. And thank you for your time, Jen and Beth. I appreciate it. So, did you enjoy your first podcast, Beth? I did. This is great fun. If all podcasts are like this, one sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they're more structured sometimes they're just the fun you know where does the conversation yeah. go discussion like this so um, i enjoy a mix of both so all right folks uh that's us for today i hope you've enjoyed uh, let us know what you think and uh you know whether you would say yes or no to anything we've decided let us know your top three spider-man while you're at it like Ooh, come on yes. tell us that i'm, I'm <laughs> curious so um all the links to all my guests will be in the description even if it's just a twitter account that you can go and be like <laughs> Um, you said the wrong scene in spider-man um, <laughs> yeah and until next time everybody may you always find water and shake. Yeah.